Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game by Show podcast, everyone. It's February 2020. May the February be with you. That is not how that works. Did I say that last week? I can't remember I, what I said last well, week. Well, I think we've tried it, but I think it was better then than it is now. I think we're getting worse at it. No, it's better every time. Today is the ninth day of the second month of the first century of the third millennium. Perfect. Approved. Allow myself to introduce myself. I'm Legrand Jolly. And I'm joined by Jeremy Lamont. Hello, Jeremy. Hey, hey, guys. And Dale. Hey. Hi, I'm Dale. How you doing? Uh, we are now at the point where ostensibly any any episode that we record could be concurrent with the events of the original Blade Runner. That's right. Oh, that's true. Like any Not given bad. episode. It could be this one. Yeah, it probably is, given our news. Somebody could be, like, going to look for a guy who makes eyes. I just make eyes. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it could be happening right now. I mean, there's some Mars colony out there. I've I've got a confession to make. All right. Every time I've tried to watch the original Blade Runner, I've fallen asleep. Yes. I've never watched it. That's It's a slow-moving film. But I did watch the new one, and I liked it. Uh, it's also slow-moving, so I think it's really just more about you being old yeah, and tired. Yeah, if you can watch the new one, then you can watch no, the I've old tried, one. No, I've tried for decades to watch <laughs> the original. Until, until the year that it actually happens. I've never through like, the first 15 minutes. I'm not kidding. It's not my fault. That's what they should put in the director's director's cut, is <laughs> like people trying to watch the events of Blade Runner, but actually falling asleep as they happen. <laughs> No joke, it literally did happen to me the first time I tried to watch Blade Runner as well. I'm getting it, a little sleepy yeah. just thinking about this. Is it on a streaming service somewhere? Because I'll, yeah, I'll, it's I'll on, attempt it's again. Yeah, it's on Netflix. The, the, the original? What they call it? The final cut is on Netflix. I just saw it tonight. It's on there. All right, I'll watch it. I, I really? I didn't see it tonight. I saw it on there. I, I will report back on Wednesday. I'll report back on Wednesday if I was able to successfully watch that movie. Yeah, you're going to start after the, co- the podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn it on right now. Be right back. In the meantime, I watched a movie from, like, 1984. I watched Clue with my kids uh, tonight. Dude, I love that movie. Yeah, it's been, like, 30 years legit since I've watched it. I had no I had no idea who the killer was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I remember either. Do you ever see uh, Murder by Death? No, that, but it sounds familiar. I've brought it up before, probably. You should yeah. watch that. Okay. Because if your kids liked Clue, they would also like Murder by Death. Really? I should watch that, because I, I also have not seen Clue since I was about, like, seven or eight years old. So. 2020 is the year of Clue. Tim Curry looks like he's, like, 15 years oh, old. Oh, gosh, it is Tim Curry, isn't it? Yeah, he, he it was even before his role in, uh, like, Home Alone 2 or whatever, where he was the concierge. It's younger than that. Like, it's got to be one of his, well, like... Well, Clue was, like, 70s, right? It would No, it was, like, 1983 80s. or 84. Oh, yeah. okay. So... Anyway, welcome to the future. Murder by Death in, was 70. In Blade Runner, one of the deleted scenes is that somebody's watching Clue uh, in one of those ramen shops on the uh, CRT TV. Really? No, what? not really. What? Anyway. All right, whatever. Yeah. All right, boys and girls, guess what? I've got the news today. Legrand is I, doing Legrand the thing. Jolly, have prepared a rockin' and rollin' news show for you today, and I'm going to kick it off with some news oh, yeah. from uh, Phil Spencer. He, uh, he opened up a little bit about Xbox competition, and he this is what he had to say about this. He says, when you talk about Nintendo and Sony, we have a ton of respect for them. But we see Amazon and Google as main competitors going forward. That's not to disrespect Nintendo and Sony, but the traditional gaming companies are somewhat out of position. I guess they could try to recreate Azure, but we've invested <laughs> tens of billions of dollars in cloud over the years. In cloud. Tens of billions with a B. 
billions, billions of dollars in cloud. I, I and I've, I've got something to say to Phil Spencer. I don't think you just get to choose like, oh, no, we're not competing anymore with Nintendo. We're competing with General Electric now. Uh, you know, you can't, you can't you can't really just say like, oh yeah, they're not our competition anymore. We're competing with this crowd. It doesn't really work like that. So I'll I'll be interested. To I, see. I think that well, first of all, when he says tens of billions they've invested in Azure, like Azure is also like a standard server infrastructure farm. You know, uh, so it's not just for gaming that they've invested into it. But I think what they're saying is like, hey, cloud gaming is the future. And right. no one else aside from Amazon and Google has server infrastructure enough to actually. Be able yeah, to it's like we have some machines game. in a server farm so in maybe Nebraska. Maybe he's speaking more from like the like the perspective of Microsoft as opposed to the perspective of Xbox. But that doesn't really work because Microsoft would already have been competing with companies like that before. I don't really know what he's. They've already been there. competing with Amazon and Google. Well, no, yeah. maybe yeah, not totally. Google as much, but Amazon for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, well, they're, they're but Google, with Google, Google, they're saying that because Google has done their. Stadia. Microsoft Bing, competes by using Bing to yeah. compete with Google. Hey, you know what? I use Bing. I use Bing a lot, and I like it. Uh, it's interesting because Microsoft has said a couple of weird things this week. It's not in our news here, but they also said something about the Xbox Series... What is it called? The Series X? What is it? Series X. I don't even know. Anyway, they said that it's not going to have any exclusives for the first year, and then people were like, ooh, no exclusives. But then the reason was that they were all going to have their stuff be sort of like cross-generational with Xbox One. Which is great, just like it's like a PC. But it's just weird verbiage. Like, I, like honestly, I can't tell you what Phil Spencer is trying to indicate here with this quote about Microsoft, about uh, Amazon and Google. And I don't really know why they would have phrased it like that. You know, we're not going to have any exclusives <laughs> for the first year on our well, new platform. Here, here's what he says in a follow-up comment from the same article. I don't want to be in a fight over format wars with those guys, meaning Sony <laughs> and Nintendo, while Amazon and Google are focusing on how to get gaming to 7 billion people around the world. Ultimately, that's the goal. I mean, okay. Okay. I still don't think that you can like dictate in advance like who you're, who you're you know, who's actually going to be your your They're they're just looking for the future of like, hey, what yeah. was the... Nintendo and Sony are, are way behind as far as this cloud gaming technology goes. What was goes. the initial that's what um, he's seen the future question? Like what was he responding to when he said uh, you know, probably uh, you know what it was? It was probably when uh it was probably when um who's the uh, Q-tip headed guy now who works at uh at, at Google for Stadia? What? Is it Phil Phil someone else? Phil Harrison? Harrison? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to search for the Stadia Q-tip man. He's he's probably I it's just Phil Harrison has a bald head and it's just kind of it seems like his head is a little bit too small for his body. Anyway, oh, to answer your question Dale, he's probably referring to Google saying, "Uh yeah, it's up to the publishers to uh, announce games." And Phil Harrison jumped in. He's like, "That is our competitor right there. We're we're fighting that guy." Google. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of streaming, gaming, cloud services, uh, Nvidia's jumped into the game this week. Their uh, GeForce Now service came GeForce out of beta now. officially. Yeah. Um, and I guess this is something that's been quietly released under the. I mean, I had no idea this was even a thing, but apparently, uh, the trick with GeForce Now is that you can actually stream games that you already own yes. you don't have to actually buy into uh like you know stadia yes games, right that's exactly right i think jeremy knows a little bit more about this but that, that as far as i know that's kind of yeah what, i mean it they it is limited so it's not like anything they have a list of approved games that you can you know choose from but it will work on i'm trying to think of the platforms i've used so i've played apex legends and this this will be good for real, wednesday real but, quick yeah is, isn't this just the Nvidia Shield? Because I mean, they've been doing this for a few years. Well, you can you can stream it to the Shield, but the Shield used to do it from like your PC or something, right? Wasn't it? 
Okay. Because I don't think it was like this a cloud-based cloud. service. This yeah, this cloud is cloud-based. So, so technically, this would free up your PC. So, if you have like a grubby little kid who's like, "I want to play Roblox for ten hours," oh, okay, um, I can technically still play a number of so my how, PC games. How do they know device. that like you own something on Steam? Or whatever. they authenticate it. So you basically okay. log in the first time, and then they keep a virtual machine somewhere with your credentials on it, I guess, so that you don't have to log in over and over again. Oh, that's cool. Um, it is. It is actually really cool, and I look forward to talking about it on Wednesday. I look forward to listening to you talk about it. That's out, so check it out. Uh, just Google GeForce Now and look into it. I'm probably going to sign up. I, and just I would say sign up. It. They even have a free service, and it's sort of like um, on PlayStation 4, they have their share play. And it I just... don't want none of that free service. I want RTX on. Yeah, that's the other, yeah exactly, RTX. Well, so just real quick, like <laughs> why, why would I use this if, um, if like I'm the only person that uses my PC, then... I probably don't have a reason to use this, but like if somebody it's else... the same reason it, why you wouldn't use Stadia. But if you're upstairs in your bedroom trying to go to bed and you have an iPad sitting there and you want to play and that works Shadow well. of War... I have okay. played with, to great effect, I have played Battletech from my bed, uh, which, I, which I have been okay. struggling for two years to figure out a good way to do it by streaming it from my PC using the Steam mm-hmm. link. And I just could never quite get it, but it's real now. So but this has gotten you there. Yeah, okay, it's good. there. All right. Great. Looking forward to Wednesday. Yeah. You got Wednesday. a date Wednesday, baby. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Wednesday, I'm going to make weird segues on all <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> Blizzard apologizes for the condition of Warcraft 3 Reforged and, quote, promises action. Oh, now, as we've all heard, sure we talked about now. this last week, Warcraft 3 Reforged came out and... Um, I don't know. People were upset about it. I guess. I guess they promised a bunch of stuff. They you know what really gets me about Warcraft Three Reforged is that like it's all polygons now, and the cameras is just zoomed so far in, and they got these hero units. I just, I really, it does not live up to Warcraft Two in the slightest. Yeah, you're you're complaining about Warcraft Three, <laughs> Dale. That's, oh wait, what? Sorry, I guess what? that's the joke. What year is this? Yeah. In, in in a statement that Blizzard came out on their forums, they said to fans, "We are, we want to say that we're sorry." To those of you who didn't have the experience you wanted. And we like to share our plans for what's coming next. Uh, they're fixing things. There's going to be bug fixes. There's going to be um, difference with shaders. Portrait animations are going to be fixing just a lot of the problems. Wait, portrait uh, they animations? Also said, they messed that up? Yeah. We, we'll share release plans as work progresses in the coming weeks. Please be assured that the team is hard at work on standing these features up. So what basically happened is uh, they released the... Um, when they came out and announced this, they had a whole bunch of features they had announced with it, and to the point where the demo that was on the BlizzCon show floor um, with cutscenes and d- different style of some of the missions is completely different now and not as good or not what was. So people now bought the game and all that stuff's kind of been taken out yeah. and kind of walked back a little bit, and that's why people are are mad. But they are offering refunds for those people who are dissatisfied. So if you want a refund. I'm sure you could figure out a way to get that happen. I, don't I want actually have a Warcraft Four, Blizzard, <laughs> dude. That's do you know what? Now, now we're talking Warcraft Four on mobile coming next year. They should have just been working. I mean, why haven't they done Warcraft? Actually, why haven't they done Warcraft Four on mobile? That actually is a Blizzard really great can't idea. count to four, don't you know? Oh yeah, that's right. They just did. My bad. Except Diablo. Diablo. Yeah, they did it. Yep. Speaking of Warcraft stuff. World of Warcraft subscriber base has doubled, more than doubled, sorry, since the launch of WoW Classic, according to a report here from PCGamer.com. You you know what I've learned in life? You just can't stop people from liking bad things. Um, You know? You know, like, I can't believe how many adults, you know, just on a, as a side 
tangent here. I can't believe how many adults are into wrestling. <laughs> you know and it's like i can't stop them like you can't talk sense into people and here are these people doubling world of warcraft subscriber base playing the old well, version so of the game what i want to know is the what are we counting in like world of warcraft subscribers is that is that like magically since the release of classic a lot more people have gone to to regular world of warcraft or are they like saying that now we have regular world of warcraft and this huge amount of world of warcraft classic players or are they saying like all together like what what, what exactly has doubled like what's uh um, are they saying doubled. that a bunch of people have come that, that, back that, that, it, it that says defined as players with monthly or longer subscriptions full stop i think it's at, at active subscribe active subscribe i think it just Either means on both. the platform of world of warcraft it, it's all a single subscription you can you get both it's one single subscription they're just talking in general since Classic launched subscribers for World of Warcraft, which is the same subscription regardless of how you play, Classic or otherwise, okay. have doubled. Great. Since April, well, August, I think it came out in August. Is that so right? they're not counting Classic as separately. So okay. Um, they said uh, in in a statement by J President J Allen Brack, he said, "Given the content updates for Modern WoW and the cadence that we have for Classic." We exited our year with a subscriber base that was double what it was at the end of Q2, and we also see players remained engaged in both versions of the game. Come on. Engagement with Classic has been particularly strong in the East, and we feel very high levels of player retention. What there. does that mean? Like Boston? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I feel uh, like there... Saudi Arabia and Iraq. There is something unwholesome going on here. Like, I feel like there are people who are actually being hurt by this. I don't know. Nah, maybe. Um, speaking of which, uh, phase three of the Warcraft Classics update schedule, which will add Blackwing Lair, goes live uh, this week on February 13th. Is that the one with Nefarian? Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's right. All right. Yep. Uh, speaking of Time classic games. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> uh, Gears of War Studio Head is joining Blizzard to oversee the Diablo. The, the Diablo, I don't know if it's Diablo 4. Diablo 4? Uh, I think that's sort of the implication. Probably Diablo 4. Yeah. Or Diablo in general. Diablo Immortal. It says uh, in a note here, it says he'll probably be doing a bit of work on the upcoming mobile game, Diablo Immortal, as well as Diablo 4, which was announced, of Diabolical. course, last BlizzCon. Who if, I think there's at least two of the four uh, Game by Show hosts that are super stoked for Diablo 4. I will be playing I'm really that looking forward game. to Diablo Immortal. I know you are. Like, just to, just to make You're also excited mad. for Elder Scrolls Blades, weren't you? You know, I still have it installed. I know you probably do. They still send me updates about my loot boxes. And? I just swipe them. I should probably uninstall it. I haven't looked at it since I talked about it last. Yeah, I just swipe them. They, you send me the notification and I'll swipe Yeah, it. that's right. I just like whack-a-mole. Like it pops up and I get rid of it. Oh, by the way, this guy's name is Rod Ferguson. He's been working on Gears of War for 15 years. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah, he, he's been uh, a I, very I, I never mentioned his name. Epic guy. You might know his brother, Turd. Turd Ferguson. Ah, Turd Ferguson. Yeah. Wait, did he leave Epic the, and go the to the lesser known Ferguson, the Coalition or whatever? Has he been like so. at Microsoft for the last like five or six years? I I guess he did. I guess he stayed with it. It says uh, Black Tusk, has worked right? on every has worked on every Gears of War game over the last fifteen years, from starting yeah. the original Gears okay. of War with Epic to helping establish the Coalition Studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to work on gotcha. the rest of the series. But he's like, you know what? That Lilith, that Lilith's getting too hot for me. I got to go over and work on that I Diablo think 4. he also had a hand in finishing Bioshock Infinite. If I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah, like, um, you know, in between a couple of those Gears games. Huh. 
Well, that was a good game too. Because I think he's kind of seen as like the the closer. You know, like you you bring him in if your project needs a little. We got to get Diablo immortal out the door. Yeah, call Rod Ferguson. That's I think he does kind of have that reputation. Diablo Four is coming out in about eight years. Diablo is (laughs) And finally, wrapping up with the best news that anyone could ever experience on today, uh, there was a guy, a YouTube man, who he modded his treadmill to play Death Stranding. Um, so he modded his treadmill, hooked it up to his PlayStation 4, and now he can uh, play Death Stranding with it, and it works exactly as you think it probably should. It's a pretty um, so ingenious you... little system, too. <clears throat> Excuse me. Not bad. Yeah, he's, got, bad. he's actually got it hooked up, so he's got some, like... Uh... He's got he's got himself strapped down to the thing, and basically you just kind of keep keep running, I guess. And you have uh, to climb ladders in that game, right? Uh, yeah, but you could you could you know you could just say, well, if you keep moving on the treadmill, it it goes up the ladder. Yeah, yeah, it moves the analog stick up. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm assuming it's that probably. I think this is something that Jeremy should probably try. I, I would like them to commercialize this. I mean, this would be something that... Uh, I mean, forget it. Nintendo, get out of here with your squeezy ring that you that you are, are foisting on people. Uh, we want the Death Stranding treadmill. <laughs> I mean, I want I want the bleakest... Like, I want to see the, the virtual landscape out in front of me, and I'm going to walk all the way over to that mountain over there. That's what I want. Do you guys ever go to the gym and get on the treadmill and turn on... You know, you can turn on, like, the walks, and you can, like, I'm walking through the Everglades, or, you know... Just close your eyes and imagine... Whatever you're walking through. Yeah. No, they have, like, a little screen on the treadmill at the gym, and you can turn it on. Oh, and select, like, I've a, seen some that are, like... I'm, I'm walking in the Grand Canyon right now, and look at this little... 12 inch screen i'm watching it through i will say they put a lot of work into like the flipping slot machines at you know in las vegas and stuff they should be really investing in treadmill technology they also make a ton of money in those slot machines in vegas yeah that's true i suppose not i guess there's not a lot of money in like uh the optimum (laughs) treadmill experience well i don't know i mean that's stranding gym memberships are pretty expensive right that's true sure i mean depends on what you call expensive I think they're worth it. Yeah. Uh, worth it. I mean, it would day, definitely be I mean, worth it with a, de- a Death Stranding treadmill. Paying money. Yeah. And that is all the news, guys. You know, I really scoured the depths of the internet for all of our Blizzard Warcraft <laughs> and everything else. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can tell there, there's sorry. a little bit of a bent to this one. Well, I've got yeah. way, way more new releases than you could ever hope for on okay. this, the uh, second full week of february i'm gonna double check you over at tech-gaming.com to see what's on this release uh, list it can't be this playstation bleak. 4 uh for you ps4 heads out there for you sony loyalists you know what i'm saying oh, ps4 heads uh, that was the best Yak- <laughs> the yakuza <laughs> remastered PS4 collection heads. <laughs> i didn't even think about that uh that's available physical and digital for 60 bucks uh i don't know what games this has i wonder if it's just like one through four or maybe it's zero through six. Um, no, it's if it's well, it's remastered, so it's got to be. Jeremy's got all of, all of the original versions sealed on his mantle. So for remastered, yeah, it's got to go be flip one through, through four, probably right. I think. Uh, yeah. You know, I here's the interesting thing. I think that there are now more remix compilations of Kingdom Hearts games than there are actual Kingdom Hearts games. Right, and well, that might be soon true for for Yakuza also. So. I'm not sure. But over on the Switch, uh, Thronebreaker, The Witcher Tales, which is the Gwent Plus sort of RPG game, uh, that's there for 20 bucks now. Um, and then if you're just looking for some cool 
rad switch game titles.com action well I, I actually have one here sorry james kitty power was last week yeah that was last oh am week. i looking at the wrong week oh sorry jeremy yeah, yeah sorry jeremy uh kitty power <laughs> kitty powers is the apostrophe in the right place here kitty powers i copy and paste it bro i don't know matchmaker I don't know to tell you okay well that's potentially a rad switch game title uh zero 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 which okay i mean that's unique as far as titles go um, yeah it's a rad switch game title don't you think help me doctor help me doctor is that imperative or is that like rhetorical is that i don't help see punctuation me doctor that's right help you jane maybe it's like help me doctor i'm the i'm the help me doctor that's probably it. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. That makes 100% sense. Oh, me don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and there you go. Harley Quinn is in Fortnite. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> every every newsflash, everybody. Yeah. Uh, my, my boy was showing me Fortnite. He's like, hey, Harley Quinn's in Fortnite, Dad. And I'm like, neat. Yeah. Which Harley He's Quinn? He's like, you... The new one from the Birds of Prey movie. Uh, or whatever. I prefer the like. I prefer the actual Harlequin themed Harley Quinn. What if it was like those middle aged lady romance novels that have their own section in the bookstore? Oh yeah. Harlequin oh my romance. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Are those called Harlequin. Uh, Har- Harlequin, Harlequin romance Harlequin novels. Romance. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And there's always like some like guy in jeans and he's like a cowboy and I don't know. I'm I'm also here to uh, let you know that um, uh, Hunt Showdown is is for sale on uh, steam is for sale this seems this seems like questionable wording to me it is for sale no, it's totally for sale <laughs> all right so like if i wanted copy. to play hunt showdown for some reason what you're saying is that i could go and i could buy that you could purchase it with currency yeah, it's, it's, it's it's available for sale it's okay, available okay, for purchase gotcha. Gotcha. just yeah, need to give steam. somebody money you can also buy it directly from hunt showdown's website uh just google that oh you'll find it i love the part where hunt showdown jumps out of the window yeah. Um, so I'm taking care of the topic, and uh, of course I'm going to center it around some existential angst here. We sort of touched on it a little bit earlier when it came to uh, World of Warcraft and the subscriber base having doubled. Uh, Legrand, I think you mentioned that you know someone who is like way into it, and uh, it it just seems a little bit unhealthy. And I mean, people far be it from me to tell people what they should do with their time and their enthusiasms, but. It just got me, it made me, it gave me a little bit of cold sweat because I started thinking about, uh, you know, my current psychological state when it comes to playing a video game. And do I feel like I need to be accomplishing something, progressing, you know, breaking through my catalog, those kinds of things. And and I like to do a gut check every couple years and just kind of see how things are with me. And so I wanted to take you guys along and listeners uh, kind of include you as well in this self-inspection, a little bit of an audit of your uh, profile here as far as what it is that you get out of games or what you try to get out of games. Or if you fail to get that out of games, uh, you know, does it actually cause you to, you know, get a little... Get a little uh, oogie. Um, And this actually came up for me uh, this week as I just kind of sat down and was looking for something to play. And I picked up Horizon Zero Dawn. And uh, I I couldn't remember a thing. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, robo-tigers were coming out of the underbrush and just slaughtering me. I I don't know what was going on. And so I decided to start it over again, and I did, and I made a pretty good, you know, five or six hours, and uh, got all the way out of the opening area, and um, and then I just felt really empty. 
Like, I, I, I felt like I had wasted my time. It, it's a great game. I mean, we've talked about Horizon Zero Dawn on occasion. Uh, it was one of our, you know, top games of the year, I think, a couple of years ago on the Game Biteys. Um, But I just kind of felt like, ah, uh, like I'm redoing something that I had already done, and it didn't feel like a good use of my time, and I felt really bad about it. I was just wondering if you guys, you know, whether it has to do with uh, Warcraft or, or Diablo or, you know, any given Blizzard game that's a huge waste of time. Um, I, I just wonder if that causes you any concern or any personal reflection on things as you uh, as you decide what to uh, consume and digest from your game library. I, I think there's a big reason that I don't go back to games that I've already been playing a bunch of because I have that, just like you said, I feel like if I go back to play that game and I pick it up where I left off, um, I'm just not going to be able to know what the hell's going on and I'm going to... Not, I'm gonna want to start over, but I think that I I don't get to that five or six hours of Horizon Zero Dawn like you did. I just don't start over. Yeah, well, and that's typically me too. Usually, I like kind of skip over it. Like, huh, maybe I should just uninstall that. But it's really good, and I enjoyed it a lot when I played it. I just didn't get to the end of it, and I'm like, I could pick that up again, and it turns out I couldn't I'm, pick it up again. Um, I'm having some mega feelings about that with uh, Zelda latest, whatever the hell. What's Breath, it called? Oh, the, Breath uh, of the Wild. Yeah. I am like in the middle of the second one of the the second dungeons of the great beasts of whatever they are Hyrule or whatever yeah. whatever they're called, and I couldn't tell you how to play that game right now. And I feel like if I I, I told myself I'm, I'm going to start I'm going to restart playing Zelda Breath of the Wild. No, see, see start. that game. The beautiful thing about Breath of the Wild is that you don't need to know how to play it because. It doesn't tell you anyway. I mean, you just get in there and mess around with it until you figure it out. There is something kind of unsatisfying, though, about, like, where did I get this amazing sword? And, like, I think there was a shrine over there what that I, I went do? to. What was I doing? Yeah. Where am I going? It's like yeah, it's just, like the amnesia at the beginning of every Japanese role-playing game, except it's really unpleasant. I don't know. It bothers me. And so it's hard to go back to that stuff. In fact, it's kind of funny because I saw... I don't know what satirical no. news site it was on, but it was like gamer who left uh, an RPG for seven days might as well start over. I saw there were like two days or something, might as well start over. <laughs> and I feel that. I feel attacked because uh, that's me and I'm, I've got so many I'm games I'm like, like that, that with uh, several games right now. Vampire, another one of those games that I really want to finish. Oh yeah, Vampire with a Wild. All right, I can help I you like... guys out here because I, okay. I, I, I used to be in your position. Right now, this is me. I'm up on the stage with my like headset mic, TED spotlight talk. on. Yeah. You are the guys in the audience, right? Okay. And let me tell you, you just got to get over that. You just got to give it up. You, you got to realize that you are the master <laughs> of your game <laughs> fate, right? So you log in there, you, you insert your memory card, you, you you know download your cloud safe, and you get back in there and you just figure it out. It's just like riding a bike. So really, do you think, I mean, do you think that's the best policy is to like just literally fight through it and just get back to a level of or else familiarity? You, or else it's just a waste of time. So so your choices are either never play the game again, which, which is a completely and totally valid choice. Right. Or just jump right back in there, pick up from the save where you left off. A lot of games even have like a journal or something, you know, even if they don't have any journal, just like wander around. And, just pretend you know, you're playing it every, first. <laughs> you, that's what you can do. Just pretend like it's the first time you've ever seen it, except you're in the middle of it. And it's like, oh, this game starts no, no. Medieval Res. Yeah. That's artistic. Could you imagine me going back to Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice yes. right now, being yeah, very, near the end of the game? Very without, easily. Because you, 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 you get on? back no. into it, and then you would you'd like start wandering around, and you'd be like, oh, I remember this. Oh, I remember that. Okay, now, okay, yeah, I, I did this. Okay, yeah, all right, all right. I mean, that seems like it would be a pretty good feeling if you were able to actually pull it off, but I just don't know. You though. could totally do it. You just have to actually commit to it. I know exactly what you mean. Of the, I mean, like, I still have fact, my save from where I was in Horizon Zero Dawn. I could totally do it. Maybe that's what we should do this week. We should just like so, 
all of us go back to something that we haven't played for more than six months. How about that? Yeah, Would that be? No, I just I think <laughs> just did that. So I, I'm like in the middle of this, you know, like two bit turn based, uh, you know, strategy like wargaming sort of thing. Uh-huh. And I'm not only am I in the middle of like a mission, right? But the mission is itself in the middle of a campaign of missions, and. Not only, I mean, because there's a little bit of story, but the story doesn't matter. What matters in this game is, in this campaign, is that the force that you carry out of one mission, you also carry into the next mission. So I'm in the middle of this whole campaign, the middle of this mission, with this force that's not optimized at all. And I'm, like, looking at this going, okay, I can do this. I, I got this. So, so I finish the mission I'm on by the skin of my teeth. Uh-huh. And then we go into the next mission, and it's like, oh, by the way, for this mission... You got a bunch of tanks? No, you needed a bunch of infantry. And then I get into the mission. I don't have any infantry. All I got is tanks. And then so I got to make it happen and gradually, you know, like uh, steer my composition, my force composition away from tanks to infantry to make that mission happen. Uh-huh. And then I'm on to the next mission. And now, see, you see what I'm doing? Yeah, well, I'm like I guess on a you roll, just. And I'm making progress and I'm back in the groove, right? Sounds like the worst. I uh, mean, it's you can do it. I feel like I could. And, and you know, now that I've replayed that opening. That opening bit, like that five or six hour the stretch. Tutorial. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's still che- that's sort of cheating by the Dale Jones advice here, though. I guess is that I've actually kind of done it both ways. But I but I could go back to some. I'm sure I've got something like that that I could go back to that I had Bloodborne. Oh, anything. Bloodborne. I yeah. I got to like the who who was the uh, the the werewolf boss, the guy who would switch into a werewolf. Like, that's like. Uh, Father Glass. Yeah, point. something like that, and that's where I stopped. That's as far as I got, and exactly. I think that's I think that's where I got to in Bloodborne. We actually. should. That's like this is what we should boss. do. This should be our project. Is like <laughs> to go back and just like test out Dale's advice here and see if we can actually make it work. You can do it. Okay. I beat Dark Souls uh, after like three years or something. Like going back to that game and just like refiguring it all out. Huh. And I, I carried on and uh, went to the end. So then, uh, so then, let me just kind of turn the original question back to you, then, Dale. So, do you do you feel like you need to be playing something to accomplish something? Do you get anxious if you have done something that's like, well, that was just a waste of time? Do, are you in it specifically to waste the time? What's your What's your psych profile in this matter? Uh, I think it may have evolved somewhat in the last year. Let's say, um, I think these days I'm just looking for a good time and. I'm not really concerned about completing a game or like even really making progress as hmm. such. I'm just I'm just kind of in it to enjoy it. And um you know, I might not even play the the same game two days in a row or you know, right for right. a week or anything. I that might, sounds uh, liberating. Yeah, it's well, it's because I have been focusing my my efforts elsewhere for a, a large portion of the time. But Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's um like you know, it's a uh, it's freeing, like you could say. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, for for me, like, kind of as a as an adjacent matter to this, like, have you ever had a real frustrating day, and then you come home, and you're like, I want to play something competitive, <laughs> and then you and then you just like launch something, and just and they just pound you, <laughs> and then you just made yeah. your day just tons worse. I mean, I don't play a lot of competitive games, but I've when I do, I usually Call get of Duty pounded. Before. Yeah. I, I've done, you know you know what my self hate game is you want, you want me to tell you what that is it's Arena of Valor <laughs> oh, wow. like for some reason I'm like yeah and it's always <laughs> it's always what I'm in like the worst mood and I'm like I'm gonna play Arena of Valor I don't even know why Jeremy Jeremy that is filthy I know <laughs> Arena of Valor 
Arena Valor is so good. I know, but the thing is, I you know, I don't play it often enough to actually get any skills. It's just like if I've had a real hard day, I just got to sit down with Arena Valor and just grind myself into a punished pulp. (laughs) Well, that's masochist, right there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but and I don't even like think about it when I'm doing it either. I'm just like, what do I want to play? And I just I'm like, I think I'll try Arena Valor. You might as well just go for I Dota 2 at that point. Yeah, I know. Or Counter-Strike. Know. Like, load up uh, yeah, that's, Counter-Strike. That's my other... That, Play ranked Counter-Strike. That's what you should do. Yeah, yeah. 1.6. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Any any other situations that just gets you, like, in a real bad spot emotionally um, when it comes to video games? Or are you just pretty, pretty much okay uh, with everything? If, it, it, when I find myself playing one of those games that there's, like, a zillion icons on the screen that you just got to mm. go collect things... Yeah. And I'm doing that for a while. I start to hate myself. That can be overwhelming. <laughs> but I recently played through Assassin's Creed um, Syndicate, and that's one of those games where there's just like a you know it's a bazillion icons, right? So like, you can kind of find yourself going in that kind of like um, that like rut where you're you've been playing for like two hours and not really doing anything because <laughs> you're running around like looking for. Meeting feathers. treasure chests and feathers, yeah. yeah, crap like that. That's what I'm saying. It's the worst, yeah. and, I, so, and I really feel bad about myself. You I can, sometimes, um, you know, a little bit of just like mental discipline can help with that sort of thing. Or you know, what you can do is a lot of those games that have map systems like that. They have these filters, right? So you can filter out all the crap and just focus on like the plot advancing missions if yeah. you want to do that or whatever. Yeah, that's oh, is that work? Does that work for real? I'm you can't I'm playing play. Shadow of War right now, and there's icons that I'm just skipping, and I'm intentionally just saying I'm not going to get those unless they're on my path, walking somewhere. Yeah, I will get. I mean, I think that's, that's, no, that's a good way to do it as well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think so. Uh, the other thing, and this is not really related to my particular choices, but uh, every once in a while I'll play a game where the interface is really poorly designed, and oh. I have never felt so old and out of touch as like trying like to navigate some interface. Yeah. <laughs> no, just trying to find like where's the button for something, and like here's something that I want to yeah. do, and I just cannot figure out where the button is for it. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, especially like these days go back and play a game from like 15 years or so like go and play like alpha centauri or um you know baldur's gate or something and it's yeah. just like those are really good games but you're like man how did they ever make it in it's like down in the mini map there's like three or four different little rings of icons down there and every little oh, yeah. one of them does like some super specialized function yeah, yeah and i'm like i don't know how to do this and then i just feel a lot bad. of mmos have the same issue too where it's just there's so many functions and things you can mess around with in game that it's like where the hell is all this stuff? You know, my favorite is Final Fantasy fourteen. Have you ever come back to that after a period of inactivity and suddenly huh? they've actually reshuffled all of the abilities? So all <laughs> yeah. of the all of the stuff that yeah. you had figured out now, you literally have no choice. Oh, yeah. but to try and like figure out, okay, and, what did they make this do? And that's that every has, MMO ever. I've do they that do that? Times I, on Final Fantasy but 14, but where fourteen yeah. has you has a beat is that there's two completely different schemes for whether you're playing keyboard and mouse or with controller. Or controller, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So at least you can. But I'm just saying, like, I didn't even know what the abilities do anymore. It used to be like this cools down to this. You build up three stacks of this and oh, then fire right. that. But then they're like, nope, that's not how it go- how it works anymore. Now, oh, yeah. you, you know, now your character's a tank. That's not the optimal way to play. Yeah. Yeah, no, Legrand's right. That's yeah, that's you, no. that's you know, it comes with the territory playing live service games. 
There we go. So we've explored some of the things that are uh, good good times, bad times, stuff in between, and how to uh, practice self-care when it comes to your emotional state with respect to video games. Uh, listeners, if you have any thoughts about what makes you feel good or bad when it comes to video games, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, that is going to do it for this episode of the Game Bite Show podcast. If you have such comments, of course, you can find us on the interwebs. We are on social media at Game Bite Show on Twitter. You can also reach out to us individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. You can find me at Legrand. And I am at Count Elmdor. You can find our fourth man, Jared Red Eye Dunn, over at twitch.tv slash show. Actually, that's not his at. Uh, his at is red underscore I, but he is at uh, twitch.tv slash show. Did you see what I did there? I don't know what it was either. Uh, but uh, yeah, but you can find us uh, playing some games there every uh, every so often, every week at least. And, uh, you know, Jared did suggest that he was going to be playing games every other Friday, and I have not seen evidence of this, Jared Dunn. Uh, I'm calling you out. He's not listening to this, but... Uh, he probably decided they're a waste of time. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Video games, Dale, are not a waste of time. You take that back, sir. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, come come see what we're playing over at twitch.tv slash show. We did finish up a playthrough of Greece, uh, which was quite fun and edifying, and we had a lot of interesting things to say about... Um, uh, I don't know, Flying Fish. Uh, and, uh, of course, you can find us over at GameByteShow.com. We've got our back catalog of podcasts there, a link to our Discord server. Come join us there and, uh, you know, come chat with us. And as usual, we try and keep you up to date of the new uh, the new freebies that are coming out. Epic Game Stores continue doing that for the remainder of the year. And, uh, of course, there's always something going on at Humble or uh, Twitch Prime or whatever. We'll keep you informed there. And, uh, of course, we'll be back in just a few days to talk to you about the video games that we've been playing. We've got uh, some good prospects for this coming week, so get ready for that. And until then, this has been your Game Bite Show podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Good seeing you. If there was, would we be But you're a part of me, and I'm a part of you. Yes, you're a part of me, and I'm a part of you. You're a part of me and I'm a part of you Yes, you're a part of me